What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday, and welcome back to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, and welcome back to the Brunch with Des B podcast. Um, if you're watching right now, this is the epitome of motherhood. I have my child in a carrier. I'm drinking my Alani Nutrition greens with the rainbow collagen. So fucking good. And honestly, I'm just on a ticking time bomb of when is he going to wake up? Am I speaking too loud? Am I breathing too hard? Is this going to last long? So we're here for a good time, not a long time. And I'm here to catch you up on how things have been going. If you're new here, hello. If you're not new here, welcome back. I'm actually into dabbling, recording my podcast, meaning via YouTube. So you being able to sit with me on Sundays and also watch me, hello, what that will do for my confidence, LOL. Don't expect me to get dressed up. Don't expect me to look cute. Don't expect me to have makeup on. I do just want to set that standard. Okay, so if we do end up doing this, I do not want you to have high expectations for what I'm going to look like. I did want to just kind of get a little bit of feedback from you guys on if you would like that. Do you like watching podcasts? Would you like watching me? You know, I miss YouTube. I miss being on camera. That's why I've really been loving TikTok lately. And I miss not being a mom. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I miss like doing that. And I feel like doing my podcast, I'm, I'm killing two birds with one stone, right? I'm already sitting here by myself. So I might as well like pretend like I'm not alone, not be as isolated and um, maybe record them. So you'll have to give me a little bit of feedback on that. But um, I, you know what? I'm going to be very honest. Oh my God. I thought it was open. I have not, I've not drank any water today. I don't think it is. I'm literally embarrassed. It's two fucking PM and all I've ate is a turkey sandwich and all that I've drank is a venti iced coffee. That is not okay. I just, <laughs> I do not want to set that standard of being okay. Okay. You need, you need to stay hydrated. Mm. So, um, yeah, you know, when I told you guys the transition from one kid to two kids been easy, it's not. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, I'm really excited to kind of give you guys a little glimpse in how postpartum has been for me so far. And honestly, just catch up with you guys. This is my first time back recording since I've had Archie. And now it's been like two and a half, three and a half weeks. I'm sorry, three and a half weeks. He's almost a month old, which is nuts. Um, and so I wanted to kind of like give a little insight on postpartum thus far, what I feel like is going better, what I maybe feel like is going worse. Could I do something better? And also just a little reminder of like, you're human and encouraging all of you guys out there who might go through this one day, are going through this right now, going to go through it soon, or maybe just like never will, but are just curious, give you guys a little insight on what this looks like. And also just update you guys on like all things life. So if you're interested and you're nosy today, you're in the right spot because we are going to be discussing everything. Okay. A um, little bit of housekeeping. As always, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, I'm very honored to be a part of BetterHelp. I've had an amazing experience with it, and I still do. I feel like I can honestly say a lot of 
why I feel so good and so sound in myself right now is because of my opportunity to have a therapist. So if you're interested in BetterHelp, BetterHelp is an online teletherapy. You get matched with your own counselor slash therapist up to 48 hours, 72 hours, and you're able to have that one-on-one personal connection with someone who is made for you. So when you sign up, you do this questionnaire, you kind of give a little insight of what's going on and what you're dealing with. And from there, they match you with someone that is suitable for you. It's kind of like a relationship though. If you get into this relationship and you're like, you know what, you're just not for me, you can find a new counselor within the same 24 hours. So it is a really good opportunity. And if you're interested in better help, you can use code DESB for 10% off your first month. If there's one thing I tell everyone, do it for a month. Do it for a month. Use my 10% off, get that 10% off, invest in it for a month. Is it for you? Great. Is it not? Also okay. Um, But for me personally, with getting two kids out of the house or even just leaving two kids in the house and leaving period, especially breastfeeding, all these things combined. I like to take my hot girl walk and do my hot girl therapy session. Okay. All I do is have my headphones in my ears. I have them linked in my phone. I'm pushing Archie. I'm doing therapy. It is literally like the epitome of amazing. So again, betterhelp.com slash Desby or use code Desby at checkout for 10% off. This is a sponsored podcast, okay? I just want to, you know, hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored, hashtag FTC, hashtag don't sue me. I'm legally putting it out there and that's why I have to do it. So other than that, um, housekeeping, we do, you know, we had running strength this past weekend, which has closed now. I officially signed up for my 5K, bitch. My 5K, bitch. I'm literally this This pelvic floor is going to be so fucking tight that uterus is going to stay up in there. No prolapse for me. Okay. We're going to be running. We're going to be running in the sun. We're going to be hot girl jogging. I'm considering doing a jogging stroller for the run. Not sure if that's going to happen. If you guys use jogging strollers, let me know if it's worth it. Here's the thing. I've told you guys this before. I'm so fucking competitive There is no fucking way I'm going into a 5k at 12 weeks postpartum and I'm not going to win the race. Obviously, I'm, you know, maybe not win the race, but that's where my mentality is. So I feel like if I had a jogging stroller, it would force me to slow down and truly enjoy the 5k instead of pushing myself, um, in, in dying. So let me know if any of you guys have good jogging stroller recommendations, or if you think I should do a a jogger, you know, do a jogging stroller, please let me know. Drop in the DMS, follow us on Instagram at brunch with Desby. Um, what else do we have coming up? Six weeks to strength, dude, that bitch is on its way. Six weeks of strength. We still got four weeks for gains this year. And then after that, we're done. Um, what else is new? Merch is coming. Okay, we have more merch coming, more summer merch coming, including skin is skinning. You would be dumb to think that I'm not putting that on a shirt, just like everything else that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> if you, you guys know the vibe. If I say it and I laugh at myself, it is going on a fucking t-shirt, okay? And at that point, If you want to wear the t-shirt, go for it. If not, I don't care. I'm wearing the t-shirt. So that's kind of like my big housekeeping. There's not like much else. If you guys ever have questions or like you're curious what's new, honestly, keep up with like the link in my bio show notes description box. Um, If you click the links in there, I usually have like updated shit, some of which that I might like have forgot to even say. And as I'm like sending this over to my producer, I'm like, oh fuck, here's the link. You know what I mean? Uh, Make sure that you follow me on TikTok. I'm awesome. I'm not going to lie, guys. I've kind of been popping off on there. Like I'm number one, pretty funny. And number two, um, 
that's really it. Honestly, I'm just, I'm pretty funny and I've been able to utilize it for like the short form vlog style. And I've really been enjoying it on top of like documenting my postpartum experience a little bit more. So if you feel like I'm a little bit absent from Instagram, number one, I am because sunscreen and sarcasm is officially in the ground. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but it's hard for me to like sit down and record for Instagram because I would rather do it for TikTok, right? So if you're like, man, Des doesn't really like sit down and talk anymore on Instagram. That is absolutely true um, because I'd rather talk on TikTok. So find me there. Um, but without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Let's all just take a second and do like a, a five second chug. If you have water on you, let's go five. Uh oh. Um. This is life. Okay. Okay. We're going to take a second here. We're going to whisper and uh, we're going to do a five second chug. Okay. So grab your water, your Bloody Mary or your mimosa and we're going to get going in three, two, and one. Respectfully, I just did like maybe a seven second chug. So we'll, we'll kind of have to revisit that in the episode because you know what is so valuable? Not just this podcast, but hydration. Okay. So I love my listeners to stay hydrated and I care about y'all. So what we're going to do is a few times this episode, we're going to take a little chug break. Okay. I'm going to hold you accountable and I'm going to hold myself accountable. And I'm also going to hope that maybe my husband comes in and takes Archie because he decided to wake up and, but you know what? Th this is life. Okay. I'm here to be genuine. I'm here to give you the postpartum tea and we're off to a great start. We're off to the races. Um, the first thing I will tell you though, is if you guys haven't noticed in the past few days, my sunscreen and sarcasm 2.0 account is currently buried six feet under. It's taking a dirt nap. And what I mean by that is that it has been disabled by Instagram. I thought long and hard about this of how, how do my accounts keep getting flagged? And it's, I've come to the realization that my humor is too dirty and I'm too funny and Instagram hates it. IG, Twitter, even TikTok a little bit has become so censored that it, it like literally bothers me. Okay. I do believe in certain things needing to be like I don't even want to say censored because, you know, if you want to share something, share it. But I do think that there is a lot of things that go on on social media that shouldn't like, like certain level, like bullying, you know, sharing certain images of things, pornography, child pornography, 
obviously, you know what I mean? But the stuff that I share is like, is like the least thing, like the last thing that should be on TikTok's list of worrying. Okay. So the other day it got disabled, which is actually really crazy because I was doing um, a question box and I said, share good news. So I was simply reposting you guys sharing good news. I mean, an array of things. I got pregnant with my rainbow baby. I found out the gender. Um, I, my, my friend is recovering from cancer. My, I, I quit my toxic job. Like great things that are occurring. And Instagram somehow said, mm, fuck happiness. Fuck you guys. And fuck your account. So my account is gone. Um, I'm really, I'm kind of dabbling in creating a new one. I do have my Des Pfeiffer account. That was my original like personal account. And I'm thinking of just using that because at the end of the day, I it's too hard to control a private account because you have to like accept everyone who wants to follow you. And then it flags your account because you're accepting so many people. So I might just use my Des Pfeiffer account for now. And you, you guys can search that. It'll pop up. It's a public account. But at that point, all I do is kind of post the overflow of my life, like extra like TikToks. I post funny question boxes. I post funny memes, you know, like that, like that's it. So I'm kind of thinking like, maybe I'll just do that and go from there. But overall, it still does suck that I lost that account because that's now like my, that's like my 20th account I've ever <laughs> And I'm so fucking annoying that I keep making accounts. And like, I literally know it. I don't care. Like <laughs> I will 100% admit to anyone I'm annoying. Okay. I get it. I am definitely not everyone's cup of tea. I am, I am annoying and that's okay. <laughs> Guess what we all are. <laughs> so, um, I'm kind of like dabbling in that honestly right now, like, and I'll get into this. I don't have the time. I don't have the fucking time to create more accounts. And I barely had time to be on sunscreen and sarcasm like this, this week in general, but like it was still my outlet, you know? And so it does really suck, but hopefully I'll get it back. You know, we'll see. I, I did submit like a, Hey, Instagram, like you fucked up and, um, we'll see if they get back to me. So, um, with that being said, if you're curious about that, I've gotten so many DMS, that's, that's what happened. Okay. Um, the other thing that I wanted to share was a lot of people are still asking about candor and my skincare company. So here we go. With Candor, I was partnered with a, like I had a partner that, let me just say like that, right? Like I was able to have someone who was partnering with me to make this a reality, not just financially because it takes a lot, but also just like how to run a business of that sort of physical product, et cetera, right? So we had been working together for now over a year and my partner um, respectfully decided to pull out something that I wish Wyatt did. <laughs> no, I'm just, ah, um, so they pulled out of the quote deal and now our partnership will be going separate ways, um, within the next few months. So they agreed to like continue to help me up until X amount of point. And without details, again, it was very respectful. Like I told like my partner and I still have a great relationship. Um, but that's what happened. With that being said, I also found this out about two weeks before I was due to have Archie. So the the com the combination of timing just didn't work. Now, it's funny because I think back, like if God really let me launch my skincare company when it was time, which ideally it was going to be February, it would have just gone to shit 
You know what I mean? Like it was not the time I ended up having Archie. I ended up having, you know, his birth defect, all of these things that at that point in time, when my goal was February, it just, it wouldn't have happened. And it wouldn't have been the right, the right place, right time, right. Nothing. And when you launch a new company, especially like you get one shot to have a first impression. And my first impression is going to be 100%. So I I'll be honest. I don't know when it's going to happen. I have everything I need. Like it's, it's literally ready without being ready. Like I just, I don't have my website, which again, pretty easy to create. Um, I don't have the product ordered, but like all my formulations are done. The packaging ideas, concepts, everything's done. The manufacturers are contacted. Like we know who we need to order through, but it is just not the time for me. I can't like, I, I literally, I am not an octopus. Okay. I'm not an octopussy. I'm not a pussy, but I'm definitely not an octopussy. And I do not have eight arms to do eight different fucking things. And I'm at the point in my life where I've done that before. I've done way too much all the time. And it has made me resent what I'm doing or it's made me resent the people around me because I'm so busy. Right. So I've really decided to like, you know, when it comes to my boundaries, it's like that can't happen right now. That can't happen right now. I can do this right now and I can do this right now, but that can't happen. And right now, like candor can't happen. It cannot coexist with what I'm doing right now. And like the app updates I'm doing for, you know, DBFT, everything else that we're doing with DBFT in the background, on top of just managing my life, being happy myself, you know, like there's so many other things that need to take priority before that does. Um, and you know, full transparency, I, I might be buying a gym. I might be opening my own gym, which like gives me fucking chills to say out loud. You guys know this has been, if you've been with me for a while, you know, this has been my long-term goal for ever is to own my own gym. And in owning your own gym comes a lot of other things, right? And imagining owning one has been my dream. And again, like the, the experience of it and the opportunity of it is right in front of me. And it's a crazy story because it's actually revisiting me. I was going to buy the same gym back in 2019 and it fell through because I lived in Florida and it just wasn't the time. And then look what happened, the pandemic. But here it is, that same gym is revisiting me and it, might just be the time to do it. And with that being said, that means candor needs to take a back seat, right? Like the, that candor is my passion project and that shit will not come out until it is 120% ready. And also respectfully, I don't want to take the shine away from Haley Bieber. Okay. <laughs> Road skincare is coming out and you know, candor just would maybe bop it off the shelves. And I don't want to do that to her. Um, but honestly, there's just other things going on that take precedent and um, that I'm really excited about. So for those of you that have continuously asked me, cause you want to support me, I just want to say, number one, I fucking see you and I fucking love you, but also want to let you know, like, it's okay to say no to stuff that you just cannot fucking commit yourself to right now. It's commitment. I have commitment issues, <laughs> um, but it's just not the time. And so as much as I have everything ready. And I have this passion and I love, I love it. I, I love skincare. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like there ain't no way in hell you're going to ever see me with crusty, dusty ass skin. Okay. But when it comes to my own skincare line, 
it's just, it needs to be perfect. And I'm not going to do that until it's perfect. So long winded, it's not happening right now. We are revisiting it, moving slower than thought and going to go from there. Like literally just had to make sure he's breathing. <laughs> okay. So before we jump into the next topic, let's take a quick Chuck break, Chuck, a Chuck break, Chuck, Chuck, let's get out here. Um, okay. Let's take a little drink break because honestly, like I need it. Let's go. We're going to go in three, two, hold on. Let me shake my shit up a little bit. One. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I definitely won every chugging contest in college. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually didn't. I'm the worst chugger ever. I think I've only shotgunned something one time in my life and almost fucking died when I did it. So <sighs> postpartum. Number one, I'm not looking forward to my hair falling out again. I just want to like disclaim that because these, these sections of my hair... Not again. He, he has no clue where his pacifier is. Like, it's like leading a blind mice. It's like, it's like leading a blind mouse to cheese. He has no clue where it's at. Look. I really would think that Wyatt would have come in here by now and like, you know, do you need me to take him? But, uh, I don't think he can hear I don't think he's available right now. Okay, baby's gone. Um, Wyatt came and got him. He's like, oh, is he, is he been crying? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's been crying like three times now. Um, but we're fine. So we are set up. Um, postpartum. Okay. First off, let me give you a little story time on this past weekend. Um, well, what would have been like last weekend going to our first outing as a family. Okay. When I got to the wedding, you guys probably remember this on my Instagram. I literally didn't even grab my dress, um, which is like the epitome of motherhood, having everything for everyone else and not taking care of yourself. So I showed up to the wedding to the hotel. I had 40 minutes to get ready. Okay. So I already knew it was going to be kind of a hustle show and then I look at my mom immediately upon entering the room and I said, mom. And she said, what? I said, mom. She's like, what? And I said it one more time, mom. And I start crying. She's like, Des, what, what is going on? Are you okay? I said, I didn't even bring my dress. And in that moment, I knew I was fucked. So she immediately was like, okay, it's okay. Um, we're going to, we're going to be okay. What do you need to do? Can you look, is there a Kohl's around? Is there, is there a Walmart? Is there, I said, bitch, Walmart, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this is a beautiful wedding. I'm not, I cannot go to Walmart. Um, and so I looked, there's a Kohl's, which by the way, honestly, like respectfully fuck Kohl's. Like I have never found something really good there. I just, I'm sorry. Like if you have a good time at Kohl's, I'm no offense, but like I've never had a good time at Kohl's just like, honestly, no. So anyways, I go to Kohl's run in. Oh, realize, guess what? Didn't even have any diapers for Archie. Not, I had one newborn diaper, one diaper. So at this point I'm panicking. 
So I'd go into Kohl's. I bought nine dresses. I bought nine dresses. I brought bought nine of whatever I could. And also like all Kohl's has is like juniors or like seniors. There is nothing for like 27 year olds. You're either 16 or 46. Like it, there is no in between at Kohl's in the variety of their clothing. So then I end up going to Kohl's, buy all this shit, have to go into Walmart which by the way, I've never been in this Walmart, right? Like I'm at random Walmarts, their baby stuff. Oh yeah. All the way in the left-hand corner. Where did I enter? The right-hand corner of the opposite side. So I literally go to the opposite side of the store, get diapers to then leave, to then get back to the hotel, to then have my husband call me at 4.54. The ceremony's at 5.30. So by the way, I only have like 20 minutes to get ready now. He calls me, tells me the ceremony's starting now at 5. And within that moment, I miss my exit and I then go an extra 10 fucking minutes out of my way to get to the hotel. So at this point I'm late, I'm missing the ceremony, like a hundred percent. There's no doubt, no question about it, obviously. So I'm just crying in my car. I'm crying in my car, listening to Mariah Carey, like obsessed, like why is so obsessed with me? And I'm listening to that song crying. Who is, who has cried to the song obsessed you know what I'm saying like who you know I'm like I'm like what who am I right now what is life get back to the hotel I cry continue to cry feed Archie kind of take my time get to the wedding whatever then I have to turn around after like two hours luckily Archie stayed quiet throughout the wedding um in like the beginning of the wedding so I stay for like the cake cutting all that dinner whatever then I have to go back to the hotel because I have to feed Archie. And when I go back to the hotel, my mom tried to put Maddox down. Maddox is screaming. Like he sounds like a dying dragon. Not like, I mean, like he sounds like he, it sounds like Jurassic Park in the hotel room. By the way, we had neighbors on each side. Great day. Great day to be a neighbor. So when I get in, Archie starts crying. Maddox is crying. I get Maddox out, have Maddox sit next to me. Then I tell my mom, you know, time passes. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can go back to the wedding. She's like, you need to, or like, I want to help you so you can go enjoy it. Like why it really wants you there. And I wanted to be there. Don't get me wrong. But then all of a sudden they're both screaming. I told mom, I told my mom, I said, honestly, put the fucking TV on. Okay. Maddox is going to live. He's going to be fine. We need the TV right now. So I leave, Maddox falls asleep. My mom says, Archie starts crying. She has Archie and Maddox in her arms, sending me pictures. And she's like, this isn't my first rodeo. Cause obviously she did this with my sister and I'm not shocked. So I go back, have a pretty fun time at the wedding. Like not going to lie. I get back. Um, I tell why, you know, Hey, don't be loud when you come in. Cause like we have only one room, the boys will wake up, you know, whatever he comes in. I wouldn't say he was loud, but you know, it's like Maddox was obviously light sleeping. So Maddox wakes up, Wyatt tries to take him, doesn't work, gives him back to me, falls asleep. All of a sudden, it is like 4 a.m. And I'm about to wake up with Archie. And I just hear, do-do-do. And I hear Maddox start crying. Yeah, Maddox fell off the bed, okay? If there's one thing about Maddox, he is not a co-sleeper. And we do not co-sleep, never have. Also, no shade to anyone who does. But Maddox is not a co-sleeper. Like, he moves way too much. He loves his own space. And that's just how it is for him. Okay. So when we do have to co-sleep with him, yeah, I'm not shocked. He fell off the bed. So we all spring up, we get him. He's fine. He's still half asleep. Like it's not a big deal. Um, 
but it still, you know, happens to the best of us. So if your kids have ever fallen off the bed, you're fine. They're going to be okay. Um, but after that, I woke up in the morning. I mean, I'm exhausted. I'm pissed off. I cannot believe what happened last night. It's a fucking tragedy. Um, and the, the rest of the day ended up going okay. Like we did brunch then we went back, you know, it was, what was it? Memorial day. Like, I don't even remember Memorial day. <laughs> I'm like, was it labor day? Like, I don't, I literally don't even remember what was going on. <laughs> um, so we drive back home. It was fine. And everything ended up well, but why? And I did look at each other and we're like, you know what? We are not traveling. Let's just set that straight for this year. We're not doing shit. Okay. So that's my little story time of how the first outing went for us. All right. And I even had help because I had my mom. Can you imagine if it was just Wyatt and I? Yeah. So that was interesting. So number one, will not be traveling. Do not advise it for two under two. Um, now, do I think it'll continue to get easier? Like, yes, it's just, I think Archie's like way too young. We didn't have two rooms. Like it just, it could have gone smoother, but we didn't prepare for it. So I feel like if you're doing something like that, that'd be my biggest piece of advice is you're gonna have to splurge and get two rooms. Like if you're staying at a hotel, you're gonna need two rooms because your one baby's gonna need to go down and have kind of as much routine as they could and usually do. And then when that newborn wakes up, you know, crying, your other baby won't hear it, you know, whatever. So that'd be my biggest piece of advice if you're if you are doing that or having yourself in that situation is that you're gonna need two rooms and you're gonna have to pay for it. Like there's just no way around it. It would have gone much smoother. Now, outside of that with postpartum, I feel like most days are great. And then other days I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like extremely overwhelmed. I'm so grateful to have the support that I do. And like, I have people who can help versus like being so isolated. Like I was in Ohio, but it doesn't make it easier. Um, because I'm still like trying to find my routine, trying to find how I can still take care of myself while taking care of now two kids. Um, And so it's just been a little bit of difficulty navigating that on some days. Some days I feel like I'm on top of the world. I did everything. I crushed it. I killed it. And then the other days I'm like, I am the worst mom ever, you know? So if there's a few things that I've really learned to relinquish, it's the need that I need to be the one to put Maddox to sleep every night and wake him up. When I was still pregnant, I would do as much as I could, like putting him to bed, waking him up, being that person that's there for him. And I've really had to just step back and allow Wyatt to have that responsibility because number one, I cannot do it myself. And number two, it it is okay. Like Maddox still knows I love him. Maddox still knows I'm his mom. And those are like the type of things that have been really hard for me to step away from. But as I have over the past like three, almost four weeks, it has gotten a little bit easier because I'm still able to be a great mom in other parts of the day because I give up those responsibilities, right? So by not going to get him in the morning, I'm able to be a great mom to Archie and make sure that he is fed. And then I'm able to get my skincare done and brush my hair. And those two things, my self-care time, allows me to then have more patience with Maddox when I get out in the front room. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I've learned to just rephrase things and realize like by taking this time for me, I'm able to be a better mom. Not, oh, I'm taking this time for me and I'm selfish. You know what I mean? Like the better you take care of yourself, the better you are for, for anyone that's not just kids. So I've really kind of like come into that mantra of like, I'm a better me when I take care of myself. When I'm selfish, 
I'm a better me. And I use the word selfish, like very loosely. I don't actually mean like fuck everyone, you know, but like when I do take that time for myself, I'm a better me and then I'm better for everyone. Right. Um, so that has been a little bit of a difficulty navigating. Um, but I'm like getting better at it. It's also been very interesting to see how my body has adjusted and shaped back because when I was postpartum with Maddox, although I was only 31 weeks pregnant and I was like literally 90% smaller than I was with Archie, I almost recovered differently and slower because number one, my like vagina and anus respectfully was so fucked up with Maddox. Like not really, but I feel like my vaginal recovery as well as my anal recovery with Maddox was much harder. Like I had terrible hemorrhoids. I had terrible trauma to my vagina where like, I didn't want anything in it. And like TMI, I could like totally kind of like get down right now and like kind of have a want to, which is big for me to say, because I've shared with you guys very vulnerably how much mental trauma and physical trauma that I had with Maddox and that birth that I wanted nothing going inside me for fucking ever. At least it felt like it. So it's nice to feel a little bit more in control and confident with my body. Um, and when I say anus, when I'm talking anal recovery, I'm talking because I think the way that I pushed and it might've been because I was medicated. I couldn't control my pushing because you don't really feel it. When, when you're unmedicated, you're feeling every way that you're pushing. And so I almost feel like I had a little bit more understanding of like using my core and my pelvic floor to, to push and breathe this baby out than just trying to get it out of me like I did with Maddox, if that makes sense. Um, but I had terrible hemorrhoids with Maddox postpartum in my asshole. And I was like, dude, why is my asshole itchy? Like, why do I have what feet? Like, do I have an issue? Like, am I okay? And, um, it can't come to find out. Like I had internal hemorrhoids. Cause I pushed like you do pushing out a huge shit. Okay. Um, so my recovery has been back, been better in that way. But also even though my belly was smaller, I feel like I've been able to, since I was able to carry baby full term and train full term and train my core properly and be in the gym and still be biking and spinning. I mean, shit, I did a bike ride the day I delivered, you know, I'm what the fuck. And so I feel like being able to do all that, I really prepared my body so much better throughout the duration of my pregnancy, although it was longer. Um, I do not have a lot of like core separation as well. Like, um, you know, you kind of do like the diastasis recti check of when you put your fingers in your core and I have minimal to like no separation. Um, it's just really fantastic how I've been able to recover my body, but also prepare it to recover if that makes sense. Also, when I was in the hospital with Maddox, it was six weeks on top of breaking my foot. If you guys remember that it was six weeks, I shouldn't say foot. Sorry. It was my toe six weeks for now. The third time of sitting in a chair right? I sat in the NICU all day, every day to be as close to Maddox as I could and hold him whenever I could. So you take six weeks of not just like postpartum already, not really, you know, doing a lot of activity, but I didn't even do walks. I couldn't even walk. So I had a broken toe. So a lot of muscle, a lot of endurance, a lot of 
daily activity, like endurance even was stripped from me because I didn't do jack shit for six fucking weeks. Like I did not miss a single day in that hospital. The one day that I took the most time away from him, I went and got my hair done because don't forget to take care of yourself. But I went and got my hair done. I cried the whole time because like I was away from him, you know, and I felt so guilty. So it's just been really interesting to like have a little bit more activity than I did in the past because during my NICU stay, I not only could I not walk, but I didn't because I was just sitting in the, in a chair all day. So it's been really interesting to see my body. I, I hate using the word snap back, but like for lack of better terms, snap back into where I was because I'm able to do more. I'm able to like go outside for walks. I'm able to f- load my laundry. I'm able to vacuum my floors, even just that natural activity I'm able to do versus like I said, sit. So very interesting. I don't know what my pre-pregnancy weight technically was. I'm assuming it was around 138 to 140. And my last pregnancy check-in weight, I think I was close to 190. Um, so I gained probably about 40 pounds, honestly, if not more by the time I actually delivered. When I do go to U of M, I'm going to ask them what my last check-in weight was in my chart because I'm genuinely just curious. But I didn't keep track of anything during pregnancy. I truly kind of went off of like, how do I feel I'm proud of my body, et cetera. So it's been really cool to like be where I'm at now. And I almost wish I knew my weight because I feel great. Like I really do. I know that I probably have a little bit of muscle tone that's lost right now just because I haven't been using my muscles the same way. But I'm so fucking serious when I tell you guys, I think I did nothing but gain muscle during pregnancy. I was pushing weight with proper form, proper mechanics, and actually isolating and working on recouping the muscles in the right way. And um, I kind of crushed it. You know what I'm saying? So when with Maddox, I feel like I almost lost muscle because of like COVID and we're at home workouts, all this stuff. But I feel like with Archie, I gained muscle, which was really interesting. But what, what does muscle gain come from? Proper training and nutrition. And when we're talking nutrition, we're talking a caloric surplus. And let me tell you, bitch, I was in one. I think I ate the last like two, three months of pregnancy, at least four times a week. I had a McChicken, six piece McNuggets with all my sauces that I love, a large sweet tea, and occasionally a um, strawberry and cream pie. (laughs) Yo, I'm embarrassed, but (laughs) that's what sounded good. And it's the only thing I could stomach and that that felt good. Um, So postpartum now, I'm I'm still, I did start doing HelloFresh again, LOL, sponsor me please. Um, But I did, I'm trying to eat cleaner, it's just the weirdest thing because I can go all day without eating. So I feel like I'm running around. Like no wonder why people like don't eat after the second kid. Cause you are just like busy as fuck. Um, but I've started trying to eat a little bit more nutritious. Cause at the end of the day, like nutrition is so important. Like it's not just, Oh, like, don't get fat. It's not about that at all. It's about genuinely just fueling your body correctly. And I want to make sure that I'm doing that right. Especially for breastfeeding and production and all these things. So I am trying to eat better, but it's the weirdest thing. Cause I almost eat through the night. It's really fucked up. And I don't, I really don't want to get in this habit, but I, every time I go out to like empty my milk. So I always like, um, I always suction the other tit that I'm not like feeding off of to, get like the extra milk that like let down that lets down. So I go then and empty it during the night in the fridge, um, in my little like breast milk container. So in the, during the night is when I eat, I'll like grab a piece of bread. I'll like grab a popsicle. I'll like eat beef jerky. Like I 
I'll eat anything in the middle of the night every time I go out. So it's like three times a night I'm having a snack. It's so weird. Um, postpartum sweats weren't as bad this time around slash haven't been as bad. Breastfeeding has been so much easier. I only pump like once every couple days, if anything, just if like there's a time where I feel like Archie didn't really drain me as well, just to make sure that right now, especially like my milk continues to come in and is, um, is synced up with like him. Um, you don't have to pump. I literally do. It's eight minutes. You know, I do it after he eats or like after he tries to eat, but maybe isn't hungry. I just put, put my pump on for eight minutes and clean it up. Like I, I only do it every couple days if I need to. Um, but everything else via like breastfeeding and stuff's been going pretty good. You know, I can't complain. So, um, other than that, like mental health wise, timing wise, again, every day is like so new. And I feel like you just have to like keep showing up. Like, I know that that's my mantra for like ever is just, Oh, I keep showing up. And it's like, yeah, like fuck off. You know, it's kind of like saying like, Oh, the, the, the grind, Oh, the grind. It's like, yeah, we get it. Like, shut up. But when I tell you keep showing up, like in my mantra of saying it, it's what does that look like for you today? What is you showing up today? Some days showing up is just making it out of bed, making your bed. Maybe you're showing up. is just, you know what? I'm going to go to work today and then I'm going to come home and rest. And that for you was like showing up. So for me every day, it's like, okay, I'm just going to show up today and we're going to see what the fuck happens. Maybe I don't get my like stretching and core work in that I want. Maybe my podcast like today has to be cut a little bit shorter than I wanted to. Maybe I have to baby wear Archie while I vacuum the floors. You know, what is showing up look like for me in that day and giving myself grace to do it? Um, But like trying to manage like creating content and all these things, it's just, it is difficult because it's like, I don't have time. Like, and again, you know, it's like, I wish I could talk more on my Instagram. I wish I could update, but also like, I've just really enjoyed this like slice of privacy, you know, like I don't share Archie as often. Like you would honestly probably not even know I had him like, cause I don't share like a ton of him versus how I did with Maddox. And again, I feel like Maddox sharing that story was so powerful because other people were able to save their babies because of it. And like, whatnot, but like having the privacy of Archie, I've just been able to like enjoy him so much more and not deal with, this is so terrible to say, but like not deal with people like calling him ugly or like telling me, Oh, like this needs, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing this. And it's like, I know a lot of people do it out of like love, you know, like, Oh, his, 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 uh, car seat needs to be up by his chest, you know, whatever. Right. It's like, I'm just tired of being critiqued. Like I'm a mom. I get it. Okay. I'm every day. You're still learning as a mom, whether you have one, or you have 10, but it's been nice to just like do my fucking thing. And just exactly that do my fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just been like a really cool postpartum period. And, um, I feel like I've just been able to recover so well. And I wouldn't even say like doing it unmedicated, like my birth unmedicated had a big part of it. Like did it again, maybe it did in in the way that I like was able to control my pushing, but also like at the end of the day, I still had had to have a spinal block. So like I still had all the same like drugs in my system. So I don't think it was like the medication it was maybe just doing it unmedicated in the way I was able to control that. I'm not sure. Like you guys have to let me know what you think. Um, 
And again, guess what? You don't get an award for any way that you have a baby. So at the end of the day, I'm just grateful to have delivered a healthy baby, but it has been awesome to have a great recovery. I'm not going to lie. Um, mental health wise, like I'm feeling good. Um, if anything, again, I just feel like the privacy I've been able to give myself has maybe allowed me to transition better and given me that upper hand in mental health. Cause I've kept it so private. Um, so yeah, maybe that's like a, a testimony of that. You know, if you're, if you're someone out there, like, don't be afraid to hide your fucking kid's face. And guess what? Your family will comply with you. You know, when I told my family, I want to keep them off Instagram for now. And you know, all these things, like they were so okay with it. And they're like, yeah, whatever you want to do, like you do you and, and we will do it too. You know? So like my sister, she'll come over and visit Archie and take photos and she'll put something over his face. And it's like, I don't care if people think that that's weird. They're like, Oh, she, she's, she thinks she's so special. It's like, it's not about that. It's not about, Oh, people want to see my kid. No, it's about me just protecting him. And I think we need to like normalize that. Like it's okay. Not, no one deserves to see your fucking kid. Like if you are a parent and you don't want to share your child's face yet, that's fine. They are five days old. They're one day old. They're two months old. No one deserves to see your two month old unless their family or see you in public. Like no one, it, I think it's weird. It has been very interesting for how many people are so anxious to see my son's face, which is, it's fine. Like I get it. We want to see babies and they're cute, but there's also this, this weird thing that again, social media has expected us to just share every piece of our life. So when you do draw a boundary, it's like, whoa, 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 you're not allowed to do that. So I will genuinely like encourage that to you guys. If you guys are going to be new moms or, or maybe you just have a friend who is asking this of you as well, honor it, honor it because it, it has given me, in my opinion, so much better mental health, so much of a better mental health recovery, being able to have a little bit of privacy maintained when typically my life just like isn't private and that's okay. Like I love sharing with you guys. I'm the first one to tell you and I have, I'm an oversharer. I share too much, maybe not too much, but I love to share. I'm vulnerable. I'm open. I'm genuine. That's me. But it's been really nice to have the privacy of like certain things in my life. And I encourage that. I think it's given me a healthier recovery. So I know this is another like long episode. Honestly, I, I told my friend today, I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about today. Like I need to get this podcast done. I didn't realize that it was already Thursday. Like my life is hectic. And she was just like, dude, just just talk. You're, that's what you do best. Like, you know, just talk about postpartum. Why, why, why do you not know what you're saying today? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I have no fucking clue. So (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, and you know what, real quick, before I go, if you've made it here, check the, the show notes, link in bio description box. As you guys know, our, our social media manager, my employee friend, Shannon, um, and her husband, Sam, had their twin boys this past week at just 29 weeks gestation. So they, you know, two twins born at 29 weeks is already crazy enough. Um, but also, or like, should I say, I'm sorry, having one baby born at 29 weeks is crazy enough. Having two is a whole nother level, um, along with a whole nother level of financial responsibility that's going to come upon them. And so they do have a GoFundMe, and I'm going to share that link. Um, you know, if you can help help, if you can't 
you can't. It's not a big deal. Guess what? If you can't, if you want to, you do. And if you don't, you don't. Like it's just, it's really not a big deal. Um, if you donate or not, but if you do have that in your heart or like you're an avid listener, you're an avid DBFT or, and you know, Shannon, um, I just, I'm praying so hard for their boys and praying for her, her mental health, their family's mental health. They got a road ahead of them guys. Any NICU journey is not a fun journey. It's not fun, not fun. Okay. I don't wish it upon anyone. Um, but it is a special time. So I do want to support her. I want us to support her. Um, so if you have time, to donate that or share it, or even just send vibes, send her a DM, um, anything like, let me know if, if there's anything, even you would like to send her, please let me know. I can like, I can get you an address, um, to the hospital that she's at, et cetera. Like if there's anything you can, you want to do to help, or you feel called to help, let me know. Um, they, they were born actually like weighed really well. So like Maddox was born four pounds at 31 weeks and he was 16 inches. Her boys were like over 16 inches. One of them was, I think it was Arthur or Everest. And, um, they were both like over three pounds, like something to just fucking rejoice. They're just, they're doing awesome. And I'm just so happy for her. And again, I can, in a relative situation, in a relative way, I can relate so hard to the situation that she's in. And, and, um, I know that you guys saw me go through it and, you know, we're going to see her go through it. And I just, I know that her story is going to continue to teach people and bring awareness to like prematurity and just the, the toll that it can also take on mental health. So like, again, just keep her in your heart, keep her in your prayers, your vibes, your charakas, your fucking crystal circle. I don't care. Um, whatever it is, just keep her in your thoughts and prayers as well as Sam, her husband, and obviously the two boys, Arthur and Everest. Um, so if you guys have any questions, like, let me know, and I'm going to be very transparent. Like if you guys have any requests for episodes, also let me know. Like my brain is in shambles and uh, I do have a few episodes planned out. Some ideas I have and, you know, things I want to chat about and bring awareness to and talk about again, et cetera. But if there's anything that you guys are like, dude, I love this idea. Or like you did this before. Can you do it again? Let me know. Um, it, it would just, it would also genuinely like help me right now. Cause, uh, I'm getting into it, you know? So let me know what you guys think about that. Also update me on what you guys think about like video. Do you want to see me on YouTube? Do you want to see this beautiful fucking face on YouTube? This skinning skin on fucking YouTube? Let me know. (laughs) So I love you guys. Happy Sunday and we'll chat soon.